Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every episode we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards that is worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played Doom. Doom isn't just a game about Master Chief killing spooky monsters on the planet Mars. It's also the story of humanity's quest to port this PC gaming classic to everything from the Super Nintendo to a pregnancy test to a graphing calculator powered by 770 slices of slowly rotting potatoes. Uh, what? Yeah. yeah what, the- okay, have you seen all the articles about... All the places this yes. game has been ported. Okay, yes. so what? like one of the famous ones was like somebody made it so you could play it in a tweet. Somebody uh, else <laughs> programmed it so you could play it on a pregnancy test. And then people came and said, no, that's actually just a video of Doom running on a pregnancy test. And so then another guy went and actually programmed it yeah. to run on a pregnancy test. Yeah. And then the most ridiculous example that I saw when I was like, I was looking up ridiculous examples of people porting Doom. Yeah. Some guy, a YouTuber named Equalo. Uh, he managed to power a graphing calculator with 770 slices of potatoes. You ever you ever did that in science class where you like powered a, a clock with a potato? No. Well, how do you get power from a potato? Uh, you know, like there's like <laughs> electrical charges in living objects, and apparently, if you cut up 770 <laughs> potatoes, there's enough energy in the slowly decaying potatoes to power a graphing calculator. To run a black and white, like, line okay. version of Doom. Okay. Yeah, Doom. Doom. That's how much people love Doom. They go to great lengths. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people do love Doom. Yeah. Doom guy. He's a, he's a big video game character that people seem to resonate with. Okay. So <laughs> I was trying to figure out, is his name Doom guy or Doom Slayer? Because people call him different things. I think he's unnamed. Oh, he's unnamed. Yeah, I think they just call him Doom Guy. Green Samus. I feel like Doom Guy reminds me of Mr. Chief. Like, oh, Doom Guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Like well, that's what I said. Master Chief on Planet Mars. Like, I will frequently see people post, like, fan art, and I'm like, I have to look. Like, is he killing demons? Okay, that's the guy from Doom. Is he killing aliens? That's Master Chief. Do you think Doom Guy and Master Chief look alike? Yeah, they're, they're yeah, they look the same. They're, they're green, like robot-looking dudes. I mean, no, like the Doom Marine has like short sleeves on. He's like kind of light blue grayish. You don't Ma- think that Master Chief, Chief ever gets green? overheated and has to wear his short sleeve uh, Spartan <laughs> Molnir armor? Only in the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Master. <laughs> that guy has a different name. He we're calling him Master Cheeks. <laughs> For reasons that we will not go into on a family podcast. <laughs> I liked the first two episodes. That's all I saw, though. <laughs> I, I only watched two episodes, and I did not like. I liked the first one. I liked the first Anyways. one. Anyways. Yeah, anyway. Doom. Doom is a video game that it took us 99 episodes to get to. Yeah, just like one of the most iconic <laughs> video games of all time. Uh, yeah, we might as well wait till 99. Seems well, like a good number for it. I feel like we've been sparing people from the inevitable crash course that <laughs> worth it or worthless seems to do to what do you mean legendary video games oh like you're saying you didn't want to cover it in case it was bad and then people will get mad at us <laughs> I, that happens sometimes sometimes that happens sometimes yeah there's very there's some of our one star reviews because people don't like what i said about final fantasy 7 which what well, i don't <laughs> well this, yeah i feel like that was undeserved <laughs> but whatever one star. These guys talk about retro games from modern perspectives every episode. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it might not make sense. <laughs> it might not make sense, but that's what we chose to do. So Every episode, they keep criticizing old games by modern standards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Jordan, you want to get into some fun facts? This is, a, this, is a, this, is a, this is a video game that has been ported everywhere. It is. Yeah, I would love to hear some fun facts. Right. I... um. I got a personal, like, I didn't do the Wikipedia deep dive this week because I got, like, my own personal curated Wikipedia deep dive from Thematic Daredevil on on Discord, and I I got some great stuff to share. But you share yours first. Yeah, because I want to hear what you came up with. Well, you missed a novel of Doom Info on the Wikipedia. Oh, I'm sure. This was one of those. That's what I knew. And, like, I, I just knew, like, this is one of those games where... People have literally written books about it. People have literally made documentaries <laughs> about it. So, 
Yeah, I feel like this is a bit of the Final Fantasy situation where it was like, oh, that's a franchise that has like a weird thing going on with it. It's not quite the same. Oh, um, no, nothing is as weird as Final Fantasy. Like, oh, Final Fantasy five, 4 and 5 aren't, or like 3 is 6. 3 is 6. The whole thing. I'm just like, what is going on with this franchise? And then I sort of learned a little bit. And I'm like, okay. Well, with Doom, it was like, what is this? It's been ported everywhere. None of the ports are apparently correct or perfect. It's got the final doom, the ultimate doom. It's got like just all this stuff that confused me before I and ever they like, keep read this Wikipedia page. They keep making new games called Doom. That, yeah. Yes. That aren't this, that aren't Doom. Like it is Doom, but it's like, hey, yeah. what if we released a game in 2016 and called it Doom? But then we also had a game in 1993 called Doom. But then we also re released 1993 Doom in like 1996. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of Dooms. And so, if you turn it upside down, it's wood. <laughs> wood. It's a game about lumberjacks. <laughs> well, <laughs> you have Doom. And then apparently Doom 3 was supposed to be a remake yeah, of the first Doom, like a reboot. And then Doom 2016 is yet another remake of the yeah. first Doom. It, so, they're, they're pulling a Star Fox. <laughs> Star Fox, guys, we really only have one thing that we can yeah. do with this. Let's just keep doing it. And then, like... Uh, but well, if, you know, if they made another Star Fox reboot today, we'd buy it. Yeah. Well, you no, no. No? No, I'd go to the library. Okay, all right. All Fool right. me once. Apparently, Doom 2016, I think, was originally supposed to be Doom 4, and Doom 4 was originally supposed to be a remake of Doom 2. So, what if we call it Doom 3 and remake the first one, then Doom 4 and remake the second one? Okay, you've proven your point. You've proven your point. <laughs> Let's get into those fun facts. All right, this uh, this is developed and published by id Software. Yeah. Of course. Like, like I don't know. So, are you familiar with the names John Carmack, John Romero? John Romero is the zombie guy, right? No. Oh. He, Romero is a zombie guy, but I don't think John Romero of id slash Doom is the same director oh, that made Night of the Living Dead in the, what, 70s, 60s? Late, when did Night of the Living Dead come out originally? Uh, Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not the same John Romero. <laughs> oh, that was, okay, that was George A. George Romero. Romero. Are they related? <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, he has to. This look is it up a now. thing. Why do like? Why? Here we go. Why? Here we why? go. Why? John Romero, no relation to George Romero. <laughs> That's really sad. Like you'd think, one makes zombie movies, one oh makes a word. game where you kill demons. Like how are they not related? They got the same last name, same interests. Anyways, if you've been around games, you probably recognize the names John Carmack and John Romero. So. I as a as a scrub did like I was just like oh Doom's the thing that people like John Carmack programmer apparently very good programmer that people like a lot John Romero programmer and designer on Doom Tom Hall was the original designer on Doom apparently got fired uh oh because of having too many disagreements with uh, John Carmack trying to fight to get things into the game um, and so I was like this is oh oh this is why all this makes sense now so. Yes, programmers, designers, John Carmack, John Romero, well-loved, well-respected the peoples. The, jo- the Johns, as they call them. And when they're on the move, people call them the Porta Johns. <laughs> nope, sure don't. Sure don't. Uh, Jordan, December of 1993 is when Doom launched in uh, Europe and North America on uh, MS-DOS. Classic. That, that's like my, some of my earliest gaming memories was booting up DOS. Yeah, my mom wrote out on like a piece of paper what to, what to click on, what to type in. It would not even click on because the computer just booted up in DOS, and you had to type in a string yeah. of commands to get the CD drive or the disk drive. Did I think you, our first one was a disk drive, not a CD drive. Hmm. Did you ever play Doom like in its heyday in the nineties, or did you no ever? No chance like, would my mom let us play Doom. Yeah, but you're gonna but, tell me you didn't ever watch or play anything. Your mom was like, you can't. Okay, do that. so I'm playing Doom for this episode, and. I'm like, man, this like style of gameplay is so familiar. And I remembered back, we had this, I can't, I think it was, by this point it was a CD drive. We had this game that had like 50 shareware games on one CD. 
And one of the games on there was a game called Catacombs. Yeah. And Catacombs, you are walking in a world that looks very similar to Doom. It's, it's brighter. Yeah. And you're holding your hand out in front of you, and you can la- launch fireballs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I played this Doom clone when yeah. I was growing up. And then I Googled Catacombs, and I found out, no, Catacombs actually came out before Doom. And it, they, they actually got some, like, inspiration for this random, like, shareware game they have when I was a kid. Dan is giving me the most skeptical look right now. Uh, yeah, about, like, I have there's to be giving no you the chance. And it's not, like, a big game. There's not a whole lot out there about it. It's a, it's a real thing, though. I'm okay. not just making so this up. So, the thing is, like, uh, Wolfenstein was kind of, like, id's whatever, like, according to the Wikipedia, I think. Yeah, when did that come out? Like, Wolfenstein was, like, I think 1992. Okay, Catacombs, then, 1989. Well, okay. Was it like a dungeon crawler, or Guess was who it made like it? a first-person shooter? Guess who made it? Uh, John Carmack and John Romero. <laughs> like this was the okay. game. Yeah. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. Whatever. I didn't look into like the history of 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 Id's sort of first-person okay. exploits, but so I know come, Wolfenstein was sort of like that was Catacombs. That wasn't a first-person one. That was uh, like a top-down kind of kind of looks like. Uh, what's the Wizard Needs Food Badly game? What's that called? Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Okay, that kind of yeah. looks like Gauntlet. Then they made a game called Catacomb 3D, which uh, came okay. out in 1991. So still, and it was made by Id and those same guys. But it's okay. like it's crazy. Catacomb 3D: The Descent. And I'm like, I played a game that came out before Doom that like was basically a tech demo for Doom. Uh, okay, which is crazy. Yeah, because like we weren't allowed to play games like that. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. That's my history with Doom, but not Doom. Doom, not Doom. Uh, Chex Quest. Remember that? That's my main. Chex Quest and Duke Nukem are my main, like, old school first person shooters. I remember renting Duke Nukem for N64 uh, from, like, Blockbuster yeah. or something, whatever, and very quickly being not allowed to play it. <laughs> I was going to say, did your parents <laughs> see what was going on? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> couldn't play Doom, but we can rent Duke Nukem. Well, you don't know. It's much you just, better. Like it's like you just pick up a game. It looks cool. You look at the box. And it looks cool. <laughs> uh, so speaking of whatever the evolution of first-person shooters, Doom was created after Wolfenstein when John Carmack decided to make a sci-fi-inspired game about like D and D, aliens, and like Evil Dead Two. I guess are the inspirations for Doom. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Like I, that all checks out, right? <laughs> I uh, uh, apparently it was like based on a D and D campaign that they were like playing together or something. Are you saying that Doom is the original Stranger Things? It's like guys playing D and D, and it influences their real world decisions. So I don't watch a ton of shows. I've watched like a few minutes of Stranger Things. It's one of those things where I maybe I'll get to it at some point, but I can't speak to the Stranger Things things. Okay, well, it's a bunch of kids play. D&D and it affects their real world decisions. It's like Jumanji? No. <laughs> it's not. The things that happen in their real life are not actually influenced by D&D, but they just, that's where their brain goes because they're they are really just like in are that Are you spoiling world. the show? No, it's literally the first episode of season one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't spoil Stranger Things. I'll watch it at no. some point. Uh, Jordan, between 10 and 20 million people are estimated to have played Doom in the first two years that's crazy yes because this was like a shareware thing right yeah it was shareware and then the second and third episodes were mail order and then later on they released the final episode so they hook you in in the ultimate doom they give you a a diskette with the the first episode and then you end and it's like you want more send us 14 dollars in the mail or whatever the ending i was like of the first episode? Yeah. yeah. You're like, what? What? And then they're like... You think you win, yeah, but you like, actually get banished to hell. Yeah. You get dropped in and you're just like dead after like a couple seconds. And it's like, ha, you're supposed to win, right? This was no. like the original pay to win. Like yeah. you want your guy to, not, <laughs> pay to, to not be dead. You have no, to send DLC, us money. Man. Yeah. DLC. Uh, over 10 million copies have been sold in the Doom franchise with Doom itself selling 3.5 million copies by 1999. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot that is a lot People, i don't think i like realized how big yeah. doom was yeah i think then, i was just a little bit young for it at the time yeah like i said between 10 and 20 million people are estimated to have played it in the first two years it was out that's just that's like a lot that's an insane amount like you have to like stop and like really think about that number that's a crazy amount 
Well, it was like, you know, reading Wikipedia, it's, it's like this game was a real problem because the multiplayer aspect and like playing on networks like overloaded, like, I don't even know. I can't. I did see I that. I saw IT that speak, two different but, universities in Houston had their entire uh, networks taken down by people trying to. Yeah. So like, which you're talking about early '90s computer yeah. network? Are we? How robust was it to begin yeah. with? But well, still, yeah. So admins had to make like Doom specific rules, like you can't play like Doom during work hours, or like just this whole. It's amazing. It was one of the, yeah. It's it's one of those like cultural things where um, it was it was it was a big deal. Games changed after Doom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things to say like, oh, you can definitely look at the game and its design and see the way that it influenced shooters going forward but yeah. to talk about like just the the massive popularity and multiplayer and networking and all that that's just wild well and that's just it too is it's like wikipedia said the original introduced ibm compatible computers to things like 3d graphics and spatiality networked multiplayer and player made mods so like everything <laughs> that's everything that's that's modern games not like catacombs you know, no, like well, nobody I mean, talks about catacombs. Well, then there was no <laughs> multiplayer or networking, and it was—I mean, it's very clearly just 2D. Yeah. Where Doom is also 2D, but looks like 3D. Yeah, I feel like that—that's all my fun facts. But like, as I as I process like what this kind of game is, and and sort of like the information on kind of what it did, it feels like the Super Mario Brothers one of like first-person shooters to me. And maybe Wolfenstein is that. I don't know. I've never played Wolfenstein. But it feels like what Super Mario Brothers did for sort of like platforming games, it feels like Doom kind of did for for shooters. It's Yeah. And like the more you like dig into this and think about it, like the fact that they made Castle Wolfenstein and Catacombs 3D and like these other games before it, they were just like building up to it. It's not like yeah. they just made Doom and it was this crazy like one hit wonder success that yeah. came out of nowhere. Like yeah. these guys were grinding and like trying to... By force of will create a new genre yeah yeah for sure um but yeah that's that's all i got jordan do you have any other thoughts before we uh before we roll into what the game does well i got this is one of these uh funny anecdotes I, I have some of them that i'm gonna save for the trivia but one of the ones that thematic daredevil shared with me i gotta i have to share this story he said as reported in david kushner's masters of doom which i think is probably a book i believe maybe, so he says when carmack was 14 he broke into a school to help a group of children help a group of children steal Apple II computers. What? To gain entry to the building, Carmack concocted a sticky substance of thermite mixed with Vaseline that melted through the windows. What? However, an overweight accomplice struggled to get through the hole and instead it opened the window, setting off a silent alarm and alerting the police. Carmack was arrested and sent to a psych psychiatric evaluation wow. where he was sentenced to a year in a juvenile home. Goodness. There's a little bit of backstory into this guy. Oh <laughs> he loves <word>. computers. <laughs> That's insane. I love that he was helping a group of children steal <laughs> Apple II computers. <laughs> and just like creating a thermite bomb to melt a window. <laughs> I should let you do the fun facts. Well, no, Thematic Daredevil sent me that, but that was just too good. I also have a fun fact of the show, Dan. Yeah? What is it? We're back. We're here. <laughs> Bro, you're back. <laughs> We're back. It's July Snow Computer in September. Yeah. So, well, there was some stuff going on in, in my personal life, and we needed to take a break. Yeah, and we've so, done, we've had to do that before, where it's just like you know, we love you guys, we love the podcast, but sometimes we gotta take a little step away. But we're back, we're jumping back in the saddle, seeing how this thing goes, and uh, yeah, we're back, and we're glad to be here. But for right now, let's jump into what this game does well. Jordan, the first thing that I have that the game does well is, is sort of like a generic feeling that I liked when I played Doom. And yeah. maybe it can cover some other things. I don't know what you have, but I have like there's a simple purity here that makes this game like fun and appealing to me. Yeah. Like you're just kind of running around. You don't have to like you don't have vertical aiming in this. You're just kind of trying to center the enemy, whether he's on a plane above you or like level with you or like floating like you're just trying to like get the enemy in the center of the screen you're shooting and like i like that you don't aim you're kind of sprinting everywhere you're solving these very small levels that have like the, these short par times like of a minute and a half or like two minutes and you're just kind of it's it's there's there's something pure and simple here that i like a lot 
you kind of have to wonder, like, what were those things that Tom Hall was, like, trying to add in that they were butting heads with? Like, was it trying to make the game too complicated that would have gotten away from that, like, pure simplicity? Who knows? Well, but they definitely knew when to stop and not just add a ton of stuff in. Part of what I was reading about the the, the disagreements is, like, they were trying to get away from, like, the, the hallways or, like, the feel of, like, Wolfenstein and try to get to, like, a more of, like, a, a different sort of architecture and, and oh, like a different the, look and feel. And some of the stuff that he was trying to put into the game, they were not, like, thinking that it aligned with the vision that the studio wanted. And enough people disagreed with Tom Hall um, that it ultimately became a problem. He was spending less time at the studio and he was saying, apparently he had to like fight with Carmack to get like things that were obvious improvements into the game. Like flying enemies was the example Wikipedia used oh, okay. um, into the game. So it was just one of those things where it became too much of a headache to continue. Gotcha. Gotcha. There, so I definitely agree with you about what you were saying though, about having, there was some stuff that like I put down the goals for each level which takes a super simple game and like you, you end the level and it tells you how many enemies did you kill, how many items did you collect, how many secrets did you find, and then it gives you a par time. Yeah. And those last two, the secrets and the par time, give you two very different reasons to replay a level. Like the secrets, you're going to go back and look around and maybe go slow and try to find them. The par times, those were so fast. Did you ever hit a par time? I think I might have hit one. And I think it was on like the the last level of the the first episode where you just fight the two bosses. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and you might have had like a power weapon or something. But like for most yeah. of those part times, you have to know exactly like the optimal route and just like sprint through and don't bother with the bad guys and just like try to like blast through it because they were short. Yeah. So I just realized like as I'm as as I'm processing sort of the the simplicity of of retro gaming versus modern gaming, there's almost it's not like an arcade game. I don't want to say that, but it almost feels like way more of that era of like, not a, again, not like doom is like simple necessarily, but like arcade game design is like simple score chasing. You're doing kind of one thing and like yeah. trying to, to do it well. And doom almost feels a little bit like a shooter, like a, a an arcade version of a first person shooter in a weird way. I mean, you have the element there too, with them giving out the first episode as shareware. And yeah. it's like, Okay, we need to give them some reasons to like want to like try to like master this or improve on it or whatever, so that yeah. they like. Okay, you beat it the first time, then you go back and you get like really sucked into trying to perfect it, and then once you've done that, all you have left to do is buy the other two episodes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that seems like an obvious buy to me. Yeah, like if you were to get this in the nineties, and like I don't know, I would obviously want to get those other episodes. Yeah, but it's not like today where you go, okay, I'm just going to go down to GameStop or I'm going to go on Amazon yeah. and buy it. Because like, I need to put some money in an envelope yeah. and mail it to, I don't know where these guys are based. I'm just going to say Indiana because that sounds right. <laughs> mail it to Indiana. What? I don't know. ID. No. Idaho. In, in, mail it to Idaho. Yeah. And then these guys are going to mail you back a floppy disk with more doom on it. Like Goodness. it just, I don't know. That always seemed sketchy to me. Yeah, I pre like I don't know. It's it's gaming in a modern context is so much. It's it's funny to think how precious the games you got for your birthday or like mail order games or like yeah. these just rare like games just weren't we weren't like inundated with games back then the way we were today. And it's just like something I appreciate about modern games is just like oh yeah, I'm just gonna go on Steam for a Steam sale and just get like all the things. There are literally a million games. One million. More than that. I don't know. There's, there's probably, there probably is more than that. There's a lot of games out there and yeah. you can just go and click on any of them and instantly you have them depending yeah. on your internet speed. <laughs> Video games. But yeah, like there's just something about this game. Like just, I felt, cause like those levels being so short, like I feel like you can just get a little bit of doom in here and there and feel like you've kind of done something or made like a little bit of progress or like I played uh, a little bit of the PC version. Like, I don't even know, man. I have like, there's the, the remake version that's yeah. on modern platforms. Yep. And then there's like the originals slash remakes on steam, but like, they're not the MS DOS, but like the one version I have on steam, I think runs in like DOS box or something. Like it's like a I don't know, man. This simulated DOS on your computer. But the the modern, like I played the first episode and part of the second on Xbox remake, and there's like a quick save feature. 
Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's even nicer too with like the modernization of like get a little bit of doom in or like play as much as you can. They also know, on like the, the Switch and other modern consoles, uh, it runs at like super buttery sixty frames. Like it, it feels amazing HD, yeah, which looks, you wouldn't yeah, be getting back good. in the day. That's good. Yeah. Now you no not HD pixel art on your IBM. No. No. Not unless you had something I didn't have <laughs> with your sound blaster. Oh yeah. Sound <laughs> Remember blaster. sound cards? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Remember graphics cards? Remember when computers needed GPUs? Uh, what else do you have? <laughs> uh, yeah. okay. I, gonna, I don't remember. I never got into that. Um, another thing I want to point out is that the fake 3d here, like that 2.5 D or whatever, they're yeah. taking 2d sprites and putting them into a 3d composition. It is aged a lot better than a lot of early 3d games. Yeah. I don't know if it's a fact because they were using the 2d sprites or what, but like the actual look of it has aged pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say in the same way, like yes, pixel art ages well generally speaking like yeah it's it's a lot more pleasant to play like pixel art games than it is like ps1 games for example there's also um, like the fact that you're kind of like moving slow enough is i'm trying to think of like when we played mario kart super mario kart or yeah. other games that have like mode 7 where they're trying to do this take 2d and like put them into a 3d space yeah you can like sometimes end up getting like a headache and i don't know if it's because they're using like the confined hallways and stuff and you're not like having this stuff way out on the horizon but something about it just didn't feel as headache inducing as some of these other early 3d techniques well like super mario kart i feel like there's no verticality to it yeah like it's just flat walls that don't like stick out of the ground so maybe there's an element of like that causing a headache i don't feel like Star Fox is the same kind of thing but that's like proper quote unquote mode 7 3d um even that just feels a little bit wonky sometimes though well i mean it, yeah because they're trying to like display this big open space and i think that doom definitely benefits from not being that ambitious like trying to scale it down into these tight areas yeah for sure i mean I, the game yes visually the game holds up just fine i have no no problems i mean i'm not gonna say like i don't know i'm, I'm neither here nor there on yeah. it um because sometimes you do get into like uh it's not really the visuals it's more of like the, the level designs where you oh like, yeah you need to hit the switch in this corner and it's like this flat skull against the wall that you may or may not <laughs> see and it's like you can't see where certain hallways are um, you it's know. dark. The whole game is dark. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're Doom guy on Mars trying to save the world. I mean, it makes sense. Spoilers. Yeah. It would be kind of for the second game. <laughs> it would be kind of oh, in the second Doom Two, does he come and try to save Earth? Yeah, Doom Two colon Hell on Earth. Oh no! Dun dun dun! Jeez, man, I can't catch a break. Coming in episode one ninety nine. Doom, Doom 2. <laughs> uh, Jordan, another thing I have, speaking of like, sometimes it's hard to figure stuff out. Uh, the map. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I was so glad this game had a map. I said, yeah, I had it written down as the rarest of rarities yeah. in a late 80s, early 90s game is an actual decent map. Yeah. If this game didn't have a map, there's, there's just no chance. No. Oh, no. Like, I would just not have had any fun. Yeah, because it, it's like I said, it's dark. It, you kind of don't have a giant library of textures. So it's like everything kind of looks similar. And so the map is the huge saving grace that makes it all work together is because you're like, okay, I'm on this side of the map and not way back where I started. And you can actually just look and see where you are, where you need to go. It's huge. It's huge. A classic frustration with certain retro games was like getting stuck. Yeah. And the map is pretty much the single saving grace here of like not because I mean Doom is a, is essentially like you're solving puzzles in every yeah. level. It's oh like, yeah, where are the keys? How do I get to where I'm trying to go? And the map sort of it's not perfect, um, but it's it's good enough to to help you. I mean, it, I was playing through the second episode and it was like, where am I supposed to go? I don't really know, but eventually you can bang your head against the wall enough to figure out every level. But like when I quit 
it was kind of like I couldn't figure it out. But everything before that, I was able to figure out everything with the map. So it definitely gets more and more complex. Like you said, it starts off very short levels. You're just killing stuff. And then as it goes, as you get deeper into the episodes, there are definitely more puzzles and you definitely need that map. So you can look at what areas have I explored, where have I not explored, and trying to figure out where is that last key that I need. There definitely, it would be a miserable experience without the map. So the story of this game as I was reading it, the so Doom Guy gets ordered to fire on some civilians by a commanding officer or something. Martian civilians or human civilians? Human civilians, I okay. think. I think he punches his commanding officer. So he gets sent to like a dead end outpost on mars okay and then there's some like they're testing teleporting technology oh no and that's how the the demons get in or something and then as the demons are like killing everybody you're ordered to like stay on the sidelines or something and then you go through the base to get revenge and all of that story is not in the game no, not so much. You, yeah, okay. <laughs> Apparently it's in the manual. But I was just thinking about like this UAC base. Like there is like clearly like demonic like stuff in this base. I'm kind of confused about what's happening here. I don't know. Maybe they're just messing with stuff they shouldn't just have been. Messing with stuff? Messing with just stuff. like Their taking over the base? was just a giant Ouija board. <laughs> but I'm saying like how did the demons like recreate these structures that where there's like UAC doors, but like the levels are demonic a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe like you when know? they did it, like part of the Mar- like Mars melded, like overlapped yeah. part of. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's real. I think to... it's a real problem here. I think I don't like this game anymore. Oh, the doors! The doors did it. <laughs> We're gonna have to call this game worthless because the doors. You guys. <laughs> They're just like we didn't want to. We didn't want to have to sprite new doors, <laughs> which isn't true. Because like the further you get into it, like yeah. you definitely get more and more and more of that like demonic yeah, imagery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, there has to be some sort of aspect of it. like it's like them taking over the planet. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Well, they wanted to make everything connected, but I think as they the technol the technological limitations of the time made them have to break things up episodically. So yeah, as you what is it the your what are the names of the episodes? It's like Knee Deep in the Dead. Oh, the yeah. Shores of Hell. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the last one's Thy Flesh Consumed. Um, Everyone so, loves that. Yeah. It's that Thy Flesh Consumed. Mm. On Nightmare Difficulty was my favorite part of playing this game. Did you play it on the super high difficulty? No. I ran out of time. Yeah. No. The difficulty I, I read, more enemies, more damage, and on the hardest difficulty, the enemies respawn after 30 seconds or something. Yeah, which is... It sounds like fun. No. <laughs> I saw that too. I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, I played on the whatever normal, I think... No, I played on two out of five, I think. I was just trying to like get through this. So, yeah. sorry, I played this like a scrub. No, that's fine. I was just trying to get through the game. That's what it's there for. If they included it in the game, you're allowed you know to play that way. Yeah. Jordan, something I like about this game. Don't know if this is... I don't know. Tell me tell me what you think. Okay. 200% health and armor. Yeah, that's uh, funny. Yeah, it's yeah. like... <laughs> you start at 100 and then you can like keep going up and up and up. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Up to 200. And it's like, I know that's not really how like life works or percentages, well, but so like, I kind of like the idea of, of that. On Earth our health can only go to 100% because we have our yeah. earth gravity. But maybe on yeah. Mars, because they have lower gravity, your health can go up to 200%. Yeah, two suits of armor. Yeah, you can wear more armor because gravity is lesser yeah. there. I don't know if that's true. I actually think that Mars is pretty similar in <laughs> in uh, size and density to Earth, so maybe that's not true. But Elon Musk, let us know. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> a big listener of the podcast. <laughs> Elon Musk is a big fan of retro games. Not the Elon Musk that you guys are thinking about. He's just our friend, uh, Elon Musk. He just has a. Oh, we're not talking about Elon Musk. Oh, we're talking about Elon Musk. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> is that the real one? <laughs> every every morning he wakes up, gets in his cyber truck, well, puts on his favorite worth it or worth those episodes. <laughs> He actually, the real reason we covered Doom is because he sent in an email. It was like, when are you guys going to talk about Doom? Like yeah. Mars, Doom, SpaceX, this is all important and relevant. Uh, word on the street is he actually tried to buy Twitter just to get in touch with us, to tell us <laughs> to cover Doom. <laughs> yes, yes. Of course. Yeah, but 200% health anyways. Like, I don't know. It's it's silly, but I'm like, I kind of like the 
this is a thing. Like you get yeah, that's extra fine. health. You can't get the health packs and go above a hundred, but you can get little blue potions. You can get. It's always like pretty unsatisfying when you're playing a game and you walk over ammo or health yeah. or something and you can't pick it up. So yeah. why not just make you be able to go? Right. Just keep going. Why stop at two hundred? That's another thing I kind of like. Is it's like the the pickups are littered just everywhere like oh you found a secret area here's like 28 blue potions that just do 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 yeah like i like that there are plenty of items in this game i also loved stumbling across like the hidden areas with like the power weapons and just yeah i had a problem though where like i didn't ever want to use them because i'm like i want to save this for a big boss and then i would have these awesome weapons yeah and never use them yeah never use them i i mained the shotgun oh yeah the shotgun yeah um do you like or do you not like dying and losing all your weapons how you feel about that um i mean so i die a lot so i would prefer to keep all my (laughs) 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 i prefer to keep all my weapons but i understand the design choice to do it that way yeah i think i like it it also is one of those things too where like right from the well at least on the switch version right from the main screen you can go in and pick any level to jump into yeah but it's going to be harder if you do that because you spawn in with just the absolute most basic stuff. Whereas yeah. if you play through the levels in the right order, yes. you slowly build up and accumulate armor and weapons and all that kind of stuff. Until you die. Until you die. And, and then, then yeah. net neutral. Yeah. But the ga- the the maps are pretty good about giving you power weapons they are. if you explore. Yeah. It's not like impossible. You're not like getting tossed into an impossible situation if you die. Which feeds into my next point, which is the secret areas. Like I didn't spend a lot of time exploring. I was just trying to like get through doom, but it's always like, they're like, you found a secret area. And then they give you the, on the results screen. It's like, how much, how many of the secrets did you find? Yeah. And then, you know, you could find like a chain gun or like a plasma gun or a rocket launcher or something like yeah. there, there were some, there was some good stuff in the secret areas. Definitely. Yeah. I very rarely found them. I don't know if this, like it's one of yeah, those things too. probably where once you figure out the secret, like you realize, oh, that wall looks different. I have no idea what the secret is. You got to figure it out. I maybe just, I should have Googled it. This is the thing. <laughs> I don't want to have to Google stuff for a first-person shooter, and I know those are things that you're supposed to stumble across, and I did stumble across them every now and then, so I didn't feel the need to go and, like, Google, where is the secret area in episode two, level three, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little bit, because these levels are puzzles, so you're, uh, the, I'm like, uh, You're kind of already looking everywhere. You're looking everywhere. You, sometimes you're just trying to get out of the level because you're just over it, so I'm not really, like... It's like, oh, the part time is two minutes. You took 12. Like, Yeah. Oh, that was right. me all the time. So I, the first episode, not so much. And then you get into the second and third and it was like, yeah, those part times were never going to happen. I'm pretty sure there was a part time of like two and a half or three minutes that I took 20 minutes to find. Yeah. To get to figure that level out. So it's just like, I'm not necessarily looking for secrets at that point. I just want to find the stinking key. Yeah. So, but nonetheless... I like the secret areas I hear. They probably are essential if you're playing on harder difficulties and you're oh, dying and yeah. trying to replay the levels. I'm sure they are. Um, but it's an it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. Uh, Jordan, another thing, like I already mentioned this, but like this game feels like a speed running game. Oh yeah, and like I like that because I'm not used to. It's like when you when you go into Doom, you don't really know anything about it. You're just like, what is a first person shooter? Like you think of something like Goldeneye. You know, if you're if you're me and it's like, oh, you're going through these levels on these missions and you're kind of like walking through and doing things slowly. You're killing guys. You're getting from point A to point B. Whereas Doom is like, find the keys, get through the door, get to the exit. Part time, 90 seconds. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, speed running like now is, be, you know, with games done quick is like blowing up is like this really interesting thing in the retro gaming scene. But I feel like this game is designed in a way to make you try to get faster and faster. And like, it's not just, Oh, let's speed run for funsies. It feels designed and baked into the design. Yeah. And I really like that aspect of it. Cause it's, it's not something that I ex- necessarily expected when it's like, what is doom? Yeah. Oh, for like, sure. Oh, it's this crazy fast paced first person shooter with these really short levels and puzzles to solve. It's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. This is unique. Like, yeah, that, yeah it's, it it's, definitely adds a layer of replayability to it. Yeah. Or just more giving you more time to spend in the game if you want that, if you want to make the experience last longer. But today you have so much to add to that. Like if you buy it on Switch or I'm assuming the other modern consoles, they have a whole section of what are they not mods? What do they call it in this? Add-ons. Yeah, add-ons. Add-ons. Mods, yeah. Yeah, they're just mods where you can go and like there's an almost infinite amount of doom that you can play. Well, it feels like um 
to me, like what I was talking about in the Mario three episode, how I've played that game so many times that I'm just like looking for new experiences inside of that game. Yeah. It feels like this is just a, another layer on doom where it's like, okay, well how fast under the par time can I get? It just yeah. makes the game a little bit more interesting or like the levels are so, so small that you can kind of just like do it slowly over time. Like I can imagine at the time if I had doom and like I didn't have a network with four people to play deathmatch with, like the speed running stuff kind of probably made the game a lot more fun and interesting and replayable. Yeah. Jordan, do you have anything else uh, with the game did well? That's it for me. All right, let's move on to what the game didn't do so well. All right, this is going to be kind of interesting because as I look at my list, the things that I have written here are like all kind of tied into things that we liked about the game. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's an aspect of when you're playing retro games like this, especially one like as iconic as this where like it kind of laid the groundwork for a lot of stuff. You see the stuff that you that you really gravitate towards and the stuff that you pick out and you're like, man, that was that's influential or that was like uh, that that's cool. But then you also look at that and you see how that thing, because it was so good, has been iterated upon and evolved over the last 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see like where that thing also has lacking. So like it's going to when I have my points here, it's going to be like, wait, you just said that was a good thing. And now you're saying it's a bad thing. And I think that, <laughs> that that can happen when you're playing a nostalgic game. Yeah, because there are definitely good things on there. But then we've also improved on those things. Yeah. So, for example, you talked about how you like that. The the aiming is really simple and locked. And you just got to get the bad guy in the center of the screen. But one yeah. of the first things that I wrote down that I didn't like about the game is that the vertical aiming is locked. Yeah, and it was the main thing to me that made it feel so dated. It does auto aim like up or down for you, but it's not always perfect. And like you feel like you have less agency over what you're doing because you're locked to only horizontal aiming. Yeah, you can't jump either. I forgot to like yeah. write that down, but like yeah, it's it's one of those like oh there's this like window or something and I just need to get to the other side. Yeah. I'm struggling with this puzzle, but like I can't get to it cuz well, for would some like reason see- Doom guy has too heavy armor, you can't jump off the ground. I would like to see you try to jump with 200% armor on. I might. That's a lot of armor. You got some armor? No, we have to go to Mars. Though. Got a weight, weight vest. I'll put a. I'm actually. I'll, um, I'll put a. Uh, what? How much would that weigh if I had 200% armor of my own weight? A lot. I'll put a 300 pound. <laughs> I'll jump at 300 pounds. I actually took a lot of inspiration when I was a child. I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z, and so I always uh, just like Piccolo walk around with yeah. a weighted cape and yeah. turban. And I'm always ready to just whip those things off and go into beast mode. Guys, it's actually true. He he wears um, like baseball donuts around his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> baseball donuts? Like, what is that? <laughs> I, what is that even a thing? Yeah, the donut is a weight that you put on a bat when you're warming up. Oh, and it makes the bat heavier. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. Baseball. Wow. Yeah, it's just a weighted circle. Just put it on a bat. All right. Makes it heavier, and okay. then the bat feels lighter when you go to swing it. It's a uh, crazy concept. Anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, jumping? Can't jump in Doom? <laughs> uh, no, the vertical aiming. Like the we aiming. don't like the physics. The physics in Doom. You said that. I was talking about <laughs> the, the aiming. The aiming, like the, the fact that you can only aim horizontally and then it auto aims for you up and down. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I feel like... Um, the simplicity is great, but yeah. it's also one of those things that like today, if you bought a shooter and you could only aim horizontally, like that would I might, that be weird. It depends. It really depends because I feel like it works for the design of this game with it being like breakneck speed solving puzzles. Yeah. Like it's not that the game isn't about shooting. It's just like, it's about all of the things it's about running quickly and solving puzzles and shooting enemies as you're trying to do that. If the game was more focused on gunplay, yeah, it would be a problem. But I feel like the enemies are they they serve as almost just obstacles in the way of solving the puzzles. Yeah, which um, that, rather than the fun gameplay. To you know what I'm saying? It's like I think that perfectly segues into my second point about what the game doesn't do so well, at least in my experience. And that is, I was expecting to run around and shoot stuff, and yeah. there was a lot of puzzles here. And maybe I just suck at simple puzzles, but I felt like I got stuck way more often than I should. Yeah. And like you mentioned, like 
the level says part-time, two minutes. It's like, no, that just took me 20 minutes. I obviously missed something. I'm wandering around. And like, I got to the point a few times where I'm like, should I just restart the level? And I did restart the level on a couple occasions and then got stuck in the same spot again. And it's like, why? And then you just wander around until you figure it out. But maybe it's just me. I don't know uh, Mm. if the puzzles could have... Maybe I don't know. It's hard I, when you're talking about a puzzle because it's something that you're supposed to figure out. Maybe I just suck at them. I don't know. I have getting lost is pretty annoying because it, it is really annoying in this game. Like, yes, you have a map system, but like the map system doesn't do a great job of, of being like, hey, there's a key in this room or like this yeah. is where you're trying to get to. Or like I needed a red key for a door that was like right next to, like, I don't know. There was just like the thing where I couldn't see the red door on my map. The map is like, red outlines and I'm like, where am I supposed to go? And so I'm like wandering around this entire like big level for a while. And it's just like, I just, can I just move on? Like (laughs) modern games have good checkpoint systems or like after a while they have this like dummy bell. That's like, do you want some help? Yeah. Or like, (laughs) Hey idiot, you've been in this level for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, Hey, you know? Um, so yeah, getting lost is frustrating, especially because of the map. Like the way that things are laid out, like you can't necessarily see there's a hallway around a corner unless you look at it from the perfect angle. Yeah. So sometimes a wall might just like look like it's flat or it might, you know, it might be like blending in somehow together and you might not know. Um, And I think unless you specifically walk close to it, maybe you can't even see like the map, the, the, map system doesn't actually change oh, and show you yeah, there's something yeah, yeah. there possibly. It loads as you enter yeah. areas. Yeah, I, this is fine. I'm sure all of the Doom purists are just screaming get good at us right now. Well, but, whatever. you know, as, as, Business Doom as, newbies, usual. as Doom newbies, we uh, we definitely ran into some... This is why I didn't want to play Doom. No, it was... Don't, it's not that. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to overshadow the fact like I, I it's it's a good game, but... Is it? it? Okay, well, let's keep, <laughs> let's keep talking. What about you? What do you got? Uh, Jordan, one of the, I actually only have a couple points and I already told you. About, I, I, <laughs> that's true. You're, you're, only, you're like, I only have two points for what it doesn't do so well. It's like, okay, well, that's fine. Uh, here's, here's my other one. Switches don't always tell you what they open. And that's pretty annoying. Oh, you hit a switch. You hit a switch something and something open. happens. Something, yeah. But something you don't know ha- what it is. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, right. All right. So like just lack of clarity is just like cool like you didn't even give me a message like yeah you don't need a cut scene to like show you a door open or just something like a door opened or something whatever happened yeah like just the it just plays into the lack of of clarity or hand holding like just give me like i just help me out a little bit like i don't like feeling lost i don't like taking 20 minutes to beat a three minute level i don't like just being completely clueless about what i'm supposed to be doing yeah but yeah, like I think the level where I quit playing, it was just like, um, I literally have no idea what I'm supposed to do. I'm hitting the switch. I don't know if I don't know. Like, I think I'm supposed to get through this giant door with a demon face on it. I think, I think it's a door. It looks like it's a door from my map. I can't really tell. I've been pretty much everywhere that I can think of to go. Don't know what's going on. Did you try, uh, using the secret password? Uh, no. I just I usually walk through games screaming open sesame at my controller oh, just in yeah, case it yeah, has yeah. like a, a microphone in the controller or something. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I entered the uh it's time to record a podcast code and so I had to stop playing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hit a literal dead end and just said that was enough. We played enough too. Yeah. It's trying trying to play more. Didn't didn't play as much of this game as I would have liked. You know, but you know. It's doom. It's, it's, it's there. It's doom. It is. Yeah, it's it was like It'll be there when every you level to. was like this is this is doom. This sure is doom. Doom. Yeah. Yes, doom. This there you is go. doom. Yeah. That ties doom. into my third point, which <laughs> we spend a lot of time praising the simplicity of the game and how it makes it still hold up today. But the fact still stands that this is a very simple game. There's not a ton of variety, and Dan, even you alluded to that in the, yeah. the earlier segment about how stuff kind of starts to repeat and it can all look kind of samey, even with the mods, like the add-ons. Where you load them up and it's like, okay, this is Doom, but now it's green. Oh. Where like normal Doom <laughs> is red, but this is like, okay, everything is like a slime monster, but it looks just like Doom, but it's green. Yeah. So um, very cool. The simplicity definitely makes it hold up today, but the fact that uh, it's all kind of z 
makes me not really care to try to spend a ton of time going through all of the four episodes and all of the add-ons, like all the yeah. stuff. Cause it's like, I kind of know what to expect. It's going to be more doom. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious. I've only played a bit of doom too. So I'll be curious to see how it feels compared to the first one. And, and what, yeah, added. I think I've only played like one or two levels of doom too. And maybe that's um, it. It's like, you like doom. You like the, the core concept of it. How did they take it and continue to iterate on it? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything else about what the game doesn't do so well? No, that's it for me. It's pretty bare bones here. All right, Jordan, let's move on to the rest of our show then. All right, Dan, what would you pay for the experience that you had with Doom? What would I pay? So I feel like I had enough Doom without having played all the episodes. Yeah. Um, I'm not chomping at the bit to like i am interested in the like the little bits of story like i loved when you finish the first episode and it like drops you in a teleporter um especially not really realizing how doom was laid out yeah like i was like oh this is cool oh i'm in a room full of, can i kill can i kill all the enemy no it's just roll credits yeah they drop you into a room just full of whatever those creepy yeah pig and monster things dead. are um and then you wake up in episode two with just a pistol what <laughs> what happened <laughs> why did they not murder me um so what would i i'm trying to think because uh nine dollars for, for 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 doom yeah that's what you that's what you'd feel good about maybe maybe i don't know maybe maybe nine dollars okay what about you i paid two bucks for this game on sale it goes on sale pretty often i paid two bucks for it i felt like it was a steal at two dollars uh i played it a lot like way before we ever now hold on you pay two dollars for everything so how is two dollars a steal for you when that's like some fine currency in your because like this is the thing i feel like most retro games should be two (laughs) dollars but the publishers don't always feel the same way so it's pretty rare to actually get a game people (laughs) yeah no this is a pretty unique to me thing so the fact that yeah. like I could get a classic game for $2, that's what makes it feel like a steal because I always want them to be $2 and this one finally was. Yeah. So uh, I, I bought this a couple of years ago. It was on sale for two bucks and I actually played a good amount of it. I think I played through like the first two episodes and then put it away and didn't play it for a while. And then we decided to cover it for the show and I went through and played through like three episodes and I feel like I got a ton for my money's worth. Yeah. I would not have been disappointed to spend five bucks on this. So like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got the doom remake for five bucks. You've got doom two for five bucks. You've got, I think doom 64 is probably five bucks. I don't know how much doom three goes for. Yeah. And like these remakes that are, that are pretty good are cheap. Yeah. To begin with. And then they go on sale for cheap. If you're interested in any of these old id games, I would go on whatever your system of choice is, probably Switch, and wish li- like <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. put them on your wish list so you get a notification when they go on sale because it'll drop down to two bucks. And we're two- talking about Doom, Jordan. Nobody outside the PC community is playing Doom. I, I mean, like, it you was- can't run Doom on a console. Yeah. <laughs> you can only run doom on potatoes come on don't you don't you listen to the intro of the show so yeah playing um, the super nintendo version of doom jordan no but playing the jaguar version that's a good that's a good point there are so many versions of this so i had a hard X. time figuring out what versions to look up for for our little our little price comparison Sega but saturn ps1 the, 3do what are you where are you gonna go yeah those are all <laughs> those are all things that this exists for <laughs> Game Boy Advance. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All right. Do you have any more you want to say? All right. Xbox 360. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All right. So, Dan, what do you think a copy, a loose copy of Doom is going for on the Super Nintendo? The Super Nintendo? That red cartridge? Yeah. I mean, that's why I picked it because it's it's pretty iconic. So, it's like Maximum Carnage. So, since it's... Red like Maximum Carnage, and both <laughs> games are about aliens. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. And it sounds like you can only have a red cartridge if it's a game about aliens. <laughs> Which makes Halo also available on a red cartridge yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> for Super Nintendo. <laughs> I can't wait to get my red Switch cartridge for Halo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do they make colored Switch cartridges? I don't 
think so. I was literally yeah. just thinking about that. That'd be kind of cool. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, uh, fourteen dollars for Doom on Super Nintendo. No, no, thirty six. Oh, thirty six. Yeah, you weren't even close. I feel like it was cheaper than that a few years back. I'm sure it was, Dan. Everything yeah. has gotten crazy expensive recently. Yeah. So one hundred and fifty bucks if you want a complete copy uh, on which... the Super Nintendo, which is ridiculous. Do you want to take a guess at which version of Classic Doom is the most expensive? No. You don't want to guess? No. Okay, it's the. <laughs> 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 It's the Sega Saturn. No, that <laughs> one was pretty expensive, but it's actually the Super Famicom, eighty-seven dollars. Oh. But but the complete version is only ninety-one. So like, oh, okay. might as well just get uh, the complete yeah. version for four dollars more. Oh goodness! You why? want to take like, a guess why? at the cheapest physical copy of Classic Doom? Cheapest physical copy. Uh, and you got the thirty-two X version. You've got. Is this loose disc? Yeah. yeah loose disc, Sega Saturn, <laughs> PS, PS1, PS1 Doom. Yeah, the yeah. PS1 Doom. Actually, yeah. uh, I didn't see a regular Sega Saturn, but the Japanese Sega Saturn was pretty expensive. Of course it is. Uh, of course you can get this for, like we said, five bucks on Switch, PS4, Xbox, Steam. They go on sale frequently for about two bucks. So. How about don't play a retro version of this since they're all apparently um, insufficient in some way? Yeah. Apparently every retro version of this game was not a good port. Yeah. I, well, I shouldn't say that. You've played them all? No, but what I've heard as I've talked to our friend Shiffish. Yeah, who, big Doom guy. Big Doom collector. Not Doom guy, but a big Doom We could call him Doom guy. guy. Shout out to our friend Doom guy, named, <laughs> a.k.a. Shiffish on the internet. Um, yeah, it seems like, because this is a, another, I don't know if this is subconsciously why it took us so long to get to Doom. It's like, which version do we cover? Yeah. Oh, like, you I don't you know. said that numerous times when we kept talking about like, Doom. You're like, I don't, which one will we cover? Yeah. Like, do we do the PS one? Like, you will the everything. Like, this is why this version sucks. This is why this version sucks. This is why this version. It's like all the versions suck except for which one's good. Well, the original. Okay. Well, like, no, like, not a thing. How am I gonna play this game? Well, so I played it on the Switch. What'd you yeah. play it on? I, well, I played it on. Uh, I played the first episode on PC with my like Doom Classics bundle oh, yeah, from 2012, yeah. which I think was like, yeah, I don't know how f- faithful like the original version of Doom is on the Steam port of it, which runs in DOSBox or something. You, nobody ever got the rec- the actual version of Doom, so it's okay. But then I played an episode in half of the second or the second Xbox One remake. Um, there you go. The version that you played on Switch. Yeah. With quick save and add-ons and controller support proper, although PC version of controller support too. You don't want to play this with mouse and keyboard. It's kind of like everything. You just don't want to play it with mouse and so keyboard. So are we going to say <laughs> worthless on retro consoles, worth it at five bucks on modern consoles? Yes. Yeah. I got the Doom class. Like, okay, so my I looked at my Steam transactions today and it was like, Doom Classics Complete 2012, which is like Doom, Doom 2, Master Levels for Doom, and I think the Ultimate Doom. Like, I don't know. <laughs> the there's like four these like games. classic Dooms. And then when I looked today, it was like there's a bundle now on Steam for like $19 that's like Original Doom, Doom Remake, Doom 2, Doom 2 Remake. Uh, Doom 64, Doom 3, like it just, it was like all the Doom that you could ever want for like $19. It's like, okay. I love the all naming right. conventions of this game. <laughs> it's what Microsoft hoped to be, yeah. but never could. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, I mean, even probably, yeah, it's probably worth it if you're going to go on Steam and get a bundle for 19 bucks of like all the things. Like, yeah, but you could really just, if you want, like, if you're not like a purist, yeah. Like if you're just like, oh, Doom is like interesting to me. The the ports, the modern remakes are going to be good enough. I remember watching a video a while ago. I think from like Digital Foundry or something, like breaking down some of the problems oh, of gosh. the remakes, where it was like there were just certain like issues with texture and audio and like stuff like that. But I guess a lot of those have been ironed out, and the current versions are pretty good, um, whereas they weren't as good when they initially came out okay if you so, care about any of that stuff you already own doom and yeah. if you don't care about that stuff just buy it for two bucks when it goes on sale yeah i think it, i think it goes on sale for three dollars jordan no i bought it for 199 199 yeah 
right. I think the 64 one goes on sale for three bucks maybe. I don't know. Anyway, worth it. I'm saying worth it. Worth it. Yes. Look at that. $5 worth it. Air 5. Air $5. Jordan, we have trivia? Yes. Today? Yes, we do. Uh, Mag Daredevil sent me so much trivia, and I had to try to figure out what were you not going to use? What would we be? Now, hold on. Thematic what? Daredevil, have you been holding out on us? You, are you Doom Guy number two? It was funny. At one are point. Are you Doom two guy? <laughs> <laughs> at one point, he said, Doom is so influential, there are a zillion websites and largely similar history and stories everywhere. So I'll stop sending you stuff now, partly because the aforementioned zillion places and partly because I'm going to go spend time with my wife. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, hit me with it. All right. Here we go. Number one. Which movie gave Doom its name? So Doom. Doom. Okay, I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you some options. Dune. Doom. <laughs> Doom gets its name from a quote in one of these movies. Was it Aliens, The Color of Money, Evil Dead Two, or Gleaming the Cube? The Color of Money. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah, it says the game originally had a working title of Green and Pissed. But Karnak soon named the proposed game after a line in the film The Color of Money. What's in the case? Oh, and here? Doom. Doom. With all capital letters. Yeah, if you maybe, watch yeah. the movie with subtitles. Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and if you watch the movie upside down? Wood. It's wood. <laughs> all right. So you got it. Here we go. Second one. The developers supposedly drew inspiration from the noises they heard emanating from the office next door to their workspace. What kind of office was next door? So they were inspired by the noises they heard coming from the office next door. It was actually a McDonald's. And that's what inspired yeah. dooms and demon slaying and all yeah, that? Yeah, they heard the fries being fried. <laughs> okay, here we go. I have some options. Was it a plastic surgeon, a dentist, or a funeral home? Wow. Yeah. One that of got those, dark. One of those three things inspired. They it was would a dentist. It. Yeah, it was. It was a dentist. It was a dentist. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah. But man. During the game's development, the team moved offices to the dark office building, which they named Suite Number 666, and Whoa. drew inspiration from the noises coming from the dentist's office next door, <laughs> which is kind of horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Was like just like the drill noises or were people screaming? Or? I don't know. I don't know either. Rather Maybe it's not, just a apocryphal tale. Rather not think about it. Yeah, there you go. So thanks, Thematic Daredevil, for that trivia. Good job, Dan. Batting a hundred. Thank you. I yeah. You know what it is? Because you were I saw you and before I got here, you were doing uh trivia with your baseball donuts on your trivia bat and yeah. then you took them off and that's how you were able to bat one hundred. Right. Like I know so much about baseball now. I, well it took me thirty minutes to read the Wikipedia page. There's, wow. a, there's a lot on well. <laughs> That's a lot of reading. You should be able to add that to your Goodreads. Yeah, seriously. The the Masters of Doom Wikipedia page. Uh, next episode. Next episode. Episode 100. Yeah. We've been doing this for four years. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. So we're, we're not going to cover a game. We're going to cover 100 games. We're going to cover 100 episodes of the podcast. Um, next, episode 100 is actually coming out in 10 volumes. Um <laughs> And each, All of 2023. each volume is going to be covering 10 episodes that we've we've talked about in the podcast. Um, yeah, we're going to just start reviewing. Was that episode worthless or yeah, worth it? It's and gonna then be, you'll know, yeah. should you listen to that episode? It's going to be very meta. Um, <laughs> and then when we're but, done with that, we're going to go back and review those episodes. Yeah, well, we're going to take one of those episodes to a desert island. <laughs> and so tune in for episode... 100.11 yeah, yeah, to figure yeah. out what our Desert Island top 10 Desert Island <laughs> podcast episodes is. <laughs> anyway, we're not doing any of that. We're going to do something. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, we've got a yeah. spreadsheet. We're going to look at, uh, figure out what are some what are some things that stand out to us from 100 episodes of yeah, Retro we'll, Gaming. We'll probably talk about uh, the price changes. In yeah. some of those games, probably, you know, popular episodes of the podcast. Yeah. What has spiked in the last four years? Has yeah. anything tanked in the last four years? It'll be really interesting to yeah. see uh, how has the retro gaming market changed? Have we completed our goal of making the retro market go back down <laughs> or have we just made it worse? Or did we have no effect at all? <laughs> Are we worth it or worthless? Exactly. Should we keep doing this? this Should is, episode 100 be the end? We're going to bring our boss in here and we're going to have a review and he's going to let us know if we've accomplished what we set out to do or not. 
Our boss? Who's our boss? I don't know. We need to hire a boss really quick. <laughs> Nintendo. Yes, hire Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo's going to come in here and tell us if we've done a good job or not. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be an episode. It will. Yeah. Who it knows? will be one of the episodes of yeah, all time. It, it will definitely it will be an episode in your podcast feed. I can promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh other than that jordan uh do we have anything um data it's been we've, we've been out of this we fell out of the saddle for a i while. know yeah so, like what else do That's we have, what we had so many horse riding illusions in this episode just the one i think that we made during the episode just oh, now. that's true. We had they were some of them were before the episode. Speaking we had a little that, pillow talk before yeah. the episode. Speaking of that, if you're like, man, I want to hear these guys talk some more about Doom. We're actually going to have an extended conversation talking about some stuff, more stuff about Doom. Uh, how does it stack up against the games that we've covered previously in the podcast? How, uh, what kind of games are carrying the banner forward for Doom today? So, if you're interested in hearing more about that, you can check us out on Patreon where we'll yes. have a uh, bonus content. So part of the sort of shift going forward with the podcast and things like that is instead of doing, uh, at least for the foreseeable future, doing super worth it or worthless, we're actually going to be doing extended and extra segments on proper worth it or worthless. So if you want extended episodes of worth it or worthless, hop on, hop on over to patreon.com slash worth it or worthless. And for just $2, you can get extended episodes in early access. To, to regular Worth It or Worthless as well as some other stuff. Yeah, and there's all those uh, old episodes of Super Worth It or Worthless on there. That yeah, are... at the $5 tier, you can get old content, old bonus content that we've made. There you if go. If you're interested in hearing the Worth It or Worthless arcade or Jordan talk about how Dan's picks for the greatest <laughs> retro gaming series of all time is Yeah, you don't ever hear me absolutely ruin a <laughs> uh, retro gaming draft that's on there. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Jordan. I think that that is going to wrap up this episode of Worth It or Worthless. Um, do you have anything else before we close out the show? I think that's going to do it. Just uh, glad to be back and can't wait to be with you guys for episode 100. You can wait. That's going to be like a two-hour episode. Yeah, no, I can wait. I can wait, but I, <laughs> I don't know. A, that would be crazy if it was. Too it long. is a colloqu- colloquialism. That's a hard word to say. It's a phrase. It's a cornucopia. It's a phrase that means I'm excited. I'm looking forward to episode 100. We're always looking forward. We don't look at the past at this podcast. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? All right, we're going to play a retro game, but we can't look at the past, so we can only read stuff that is currently being written about it. We can only play retro games that we've never played before. <laughs> that's that's me, Dan. That's almost every episode of this podcast. All right, my friends. We will see you in episode 100. See ya. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a rating or review wherever you're listening and if you shared the show with other retro gaming fans in your life. If you're looking for more retro gaming content, check out worthitorworthless.com where you can find things like reviews, guides, game recommendations, and of course, all of our relevant links. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks.